The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Coming down the aisle, it's kind of far. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Benjamin Grant Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Katie Dirks. It's me. That's you. How you doing, Katie? I'm, I'm, I am I'm. made it. You made it. You were stuck in traffic, and you were like, we're going to be late. I'm going to be late. And I was like, okay, we'll start late. And then I'm the one who showed up late because you showed up on time. <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. The exciting, <laughs> the exciting world of podcasting. <laughs> um, well, speaking of exciting, today's guest, this man, I've been in a bit of a YouTube hole. Uh, it is phenomenal to have independent wrestler and overall, I'm going to say gaming hero. Yeah. Leroy Green is with us. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you for having me, guys. This is pretty awesome. I mean, this is like really, really cool, honestly. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thanks for doing it. So um, I know Katie has a lot of questions for you, and I certainly have a lot of questions for you, but you kind of, um, I guess... Would you say, Katie, that he sort of broke? I don't want to say broke the internet because oh, I think okay. that's what Kim Kardashian's <laughs> butt did. Yeah, I'm not. But, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you did really break out and made. Uh, you got a lot of um, accolade for playing Nintendo Switch while wrestling an entire match, and uh, I just have to say congratulations. That's that's every child's dream to wrestle while getting to play video games. Yeah, I mean it is the best of both worlds. I can say that uh, I feel like you know you've at least crossed over to a certain extent is when outside people that know that you like wrestling start send you the same link over and over and over. And I have no joke, at least five or six people that have sent me the same article of you playing video games in the ring. And every single time I'm like, this is awesome. It's yeah. just badass. <laughs> oh, thank so you guys. When did you, when did you think like, you know what, man, I know exactly what my gimmick's going to be video games in the ring. When did this come to you? Because you're sort of known as big gamer Leroy. That's kind of your, uh, I was going to say CB handle because my father was a truck driver, but I think it's the it's a different time now than <laughs> yeah, that. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, but that's kind of your handle, Big Gamer Leroy. When did you decide, like, I'm integrating video games into an actual wrestling match while wrestling very well also? <laughs> well, I first off started, like, just being, like, who I am, and I'm just a huge nerd, a gamer, yeah. and I thought, like, hey, people can connect to that. So, like, let me play the, you know, let me be into video games, wear some video game theme stuff, make some references, catchphrases, all that stuff. But then after a while, I've seen that it's kind of been done before. So I was like, let me, how else can I take it to the next level? Uh, right. Yeah, pun intended. And um, <laughs> I kept thinking, and I kept thinking, and then 
Um, I think maybe in December of like last year, I think it was the first time I ever said, hey, wouldn't it be funny if I wrestled my Switch in the beginning of the match or something like that? And what yeah. if I, you know, like tried to do the whole kind of no hands thing? And I did it a little bit. I got a little bit of reaction. I yeah. thought it was funny. My friends thought it was funny. And I was like, all right, maybe I could keep doing that. And then little <laughs> by little, I kept doing it more and more. And I think that I really did it in uh, in a big show in June in PPW. Uh-huh. And like uh, that's when I really got a really good reaction. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I could really go somewhere with this. Maybe right. this could really get some good footage and maybe people would really connect with this. And then I did it again. Um, I had an Evolve trial. And awesome. I remember I stood out for that and I got picked for that because um, I did the Nintendo Switch thing where I did a Hurricane Rano for Switch. Wow. And it really opened some eyes. And then they actually asked me to wrestle that very same night because of that. That's awesome. May I ask, what video game do you play? When you are wrestling in the <laughs> ring, I think that's I think that's a question on everyone's K-fib, mind. Kfab, Kfab. No, no, no. It's, well, uh, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> um, usually, I'm playing uh, Super Smash Brothers. I awesome. like uh, fighting games usually, and then wrestling. I feel like that goes hand in hand. It gets Perfect. amped. Um, I've played Mario Kart before. Um, I think last time I was at House of Glory during the back, I was playing Cuphead. Um, oh yeah, of course. Oh my god, yeah, Cuphead. Yeah, Cuphead. Really, t- really tough game, by the way. I think it only, is, dude. I've only I... cleared like three levels so far. <laughs> I don't get those hard ass games, man. I can't be frustrated like that. Life is so frustrating. I like to play games where it's like you shoot them and then they die. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just, so yeah, just by proxy. That's it. <laughs> I'll, I'm I'm Mario Kart all day. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I think that I think Mario Kart's nice. You know, get the buddies around. We can all cramp up on the little switch screen, and you know, you can take one little Joy-Con. Everybody can play it. Uh, Mario Kart's always a good time. Smash Brothers is what I'm really, really good at. I'm always putting in the time to get better at it. Like, I love it, man. Katie, do we have a re- do you have a wrestling question? I do. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know your origin story of like where are you from? What what promotions did you start with? Where are you where did you train? All the all the go to questions. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do my little story here. I'm probably gonna talk yeah. for a while. All right. <laughs> Just buckle up. Okay, so it's very um, bizarre. He just put on an ascot. I think we're in for a, uh, a real treat here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I started training in 2014 at the House of Glory Wrestling School. Awesome. Which is run by Brian XL and the Amazing Red. Mm-hmm. I trained there for about maybe about seven, eight months. And then they actually had um, for their. So they also throw shows at the same time in uh, Jamaica, Queens. OK. So about seven, eight months in, they had a, a, an idea for me where they're like, oh, you could be a ref. And then the idea was, oh, I turn into a, like a paid-off ref. So I'm okay. a paid-off official, and I would help this guy win his match. Cool. And it elicited such a reaction from the crowd where they hated my guts that they were like, oh, maybe we could use this kid. Awesome. So that was like my first big start was I – um. So from then on, I was like the paid-off, corrupt ref. Nice. I started. What, uh, yeah. what inspired you to go in and start training in the first place? Were you just a wrestling fan, or were you just like – I don't know. I'm guess I'm just gonna go do this thing. Like, what what was the inspiration to get started? Um, I just I always watched wrestling as a kid, yeah. and I loved it. Like, and I always thought like, oh, maybe I'm not might not be good at this, but I gotta try it at least. Yeah, yeah, for at sure. At least know I suck at it before I like not. Yeah, exactly. Try it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out that I don't suck at it. Awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was like, okay, maybe I could keep doing this and go somewhere with this. Right. So you got that paid off ref gimmick going on. It's hot. Everyone. It's getting over. People love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm under somebody named uh, Cashel Ken Broadway. He's okay. like his gimmick, his whole thing is that he's a money guy. So my thing is like, oh, I'm like his little young boy, his little errand boy, and I'm you know cheating for him, helping him win, and all sorts of stuff. Right. 
And then eventually gets to the point where he starts being a jerk to me and he's not being a nice guy to me. Uh Uh-oh, I don't like that one bit. (laughs) I don't like it, Katie. So after a while, he's being a jerk to me, being a jerk to me, and the fans are starting to, like, feel bad for me. And they're starting to, like, really get behind me. And they're like, okay, when is he going to, like, finally leave him? When is he going to kick his butt? When is he going to do this, this, and that? So eventually we get to the point where, like, I do turn on him and it becomes a thing where me and him are going, you know, feuding and having this rivalry and going at it. And nice. that was pretty much my big first storyline kind of thing. That's a great first storyline. That's very interesting. And then how were those matches, those beginning matches with him? I mean, I guess you guys had sort of built up a history, kind of a rapport, and you were training that whole time. Did you find, like, the first matches you were like, all right, this is going pretty good? Well, I mean, I'm a very harsh critic of myself. So, yeah, like, yeah, you, you can't ask me about that whole first year and tell me, oh, yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. No, no. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'll be like, oh, no, I suck. <laughs> right. Sometimes I still watch my stuff from today and I'll still be like, oh, I, I kind of suck, huh? <laughs> yeah. Losing the cuphead in the first round every time you wrestle. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unacceptable. I'm either losing in the ring or I'm losing in the game. <laughs> if I do both, then I'm really in some trouble. Oh, that's a shitty day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who are some of your like I- like independent wrestler influences? Like, who are some of the guys in your camp that that have helped you grow as a wrestler? Oh, okay. So, um, oof, I got the first one. I gotta say is Mark Quinn. He um, mm-hmm. he's an AEW private party. I don't know if you guys awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he personally like we both live in Bed Stuy, and he met me when I was seventeen when I first came into House of Glory. He literally took me under his wing for no absolute reason besides the fact that we lived in the same neighborhood. Right. And then we he's like my best friend now, you know, and um. He really helped me out. Um, Smiley, uh, he's another independent wrestling standout who should be everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. He's super talented, super smart. He awesome. literally trained me. He was one of the first trainers I had before I really got to train with Red. And right. he taught me everything I know basic-wise. Um, Anthony Gangone's another one who really helped me a lot, really helped me uh, learn a lot of like the nuances and the psychology of wrestling. Right. Um, obviously, Amazing Red is my trainer, and he taught me a lot. But those three guys really helped shape me as who I am nice do you find that the city when it comes to professional wrestling is really kind of coming up because I've been to a couple of independent wrestling shows out here oh, nice, nice and uh it's always fun man I mean it's really some of some great entertainment and then I also always just love to see the old time jobbers um who just do it for the love of the game we're just like kind of <laughs> out of shape those people make me feel really good about myself oh. um, I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe i could do that but then of course i realized no i can't i trained for six months to be a pro wrestler and the first time i hit the ropes i was like those are real ropes not rubber bands I was oh like, yeah that sucks <laughs> oh yeah um do you feel like the city has a lot of good talent right now coming out because oh. you know i mean yeah go on I was gonna say, oh yeah, absolutely. This just just in House of Glory alone, there's so much talent. Like an outside the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, there's so much talent. And I think that I was just telling one of my friends this wrestling is back. Like yeah, and it's back in it such is. a way. It's on TNT. Like every single day of the week, it's on national television. It's in awesome. prime time, and it's so freaking cool. And then the independents, you would think, oh well, they're gonna be they're gonna suck because all the cool guys went onto TV and stuff. Right. But the independents are even cooler. There's so much new talent coming up. So many new characters. So many new yep. people and. It's such a good time for wrestling, man. I agree. And there's so much room for um, creativity now. I think whereas, you know, 10 years ago, people were very structured and working towards WWE and working a WWE style that now it's opened the doors for people like yourself to have more creativity in the ring. Um, What are you looking forward to kind of in the next few years as far as the industry and industry grows? 
Um, I always just thought to myself, like, I mean, WWE was always the end goal, like right. when I was a kid, and of course, even when I first started breaking into House of Glory and stuff, and I, I guess it still is. I guess you could still say that for sure. But um, my mindset was always like, okay, I'm like 17 years old training and. Going to WWE is pretty scary, so maybe I shouldn't try to rush and try to jump into their first opportunity I get. Right. I would love to wrestle on the independence for a long, for a good enough period to learn, to get better, to travel the world, to go to Japan, Mexico, yep. Canada, and like really hone my craft and really learn how to do this at a high level. Because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, you know, and I right. I like to really make sure that I know what I'm doing and I, that I'm doing it at a high level. But now I see myself and I'm like, okay, I really want to go around the independence, have fun and yeah. just entertain some people and make some waves and do some cool stuff. And, you know, AEW looks really cool. My two best friends are there and I, I would love to share a locker room with them every single Wednesday. Absolutely. But um, I'm focused on the now. And the now for me is just having fun on the independence and just making my name on the independence. Absolutely. How would you describe, because, you know, just watching some of your matches, you're very fluid. You're uh, extremely athletic, even when playing video games in the oh, ring. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how do you? Uh, how would you describe your style, and where do you want to go? Where do you want to go with that brand? Because it is you are a. Um, I can see just watching you move, like you are someone that would fit in very well in an AEW, in a in a uh, you know in a WWE, or even I was just oh, watching <laughs> uh, Impact Wrestling, which I actually Impact Wrestling. I was watching it yesterday at the bar. Cause I got my sling app and I'm watching yeah, football and wrestling. <laughs> nice. I was like, I'm a total, total yeah, jock, jock Sunday. Um, but <laughs> how do you describe how you move in the ring? Where'd you come up with that kind of style that you have? Was it just something that came naturally or, uh, what was the progression with that? I mean, my style, I mean, I think I'm a product of my environment and I mean, the amazing red is a trailblazer for like independent wrestling today. Like that high flying style, that yep. Lucha Libre style. He was one of the first proponents to bring that to like the independent scene in the US. Mm -hmm. That like almost blend of Japanese wrestling and Mexican wrestling and the high flying and acrobatics, but then the hard hitting real style that yep. you just can't find anywhere. Um, I don't think I'm at anywhere near that level, but if there's any reason why I have a quicker, more energetic style, it's mm -hmm. because of him. If there's any reason why I have a more fluid style, it's because of him and his training, you know? Right. I always thought the Lucha brand, the Lucha style, WCW pushed it pretty hard. Mm -hmm. uh, and they had some amazing matches, obviously going back with, I mean, the great, the GOATs, you know, Guerrero and Mysterio. But why, I feel like Lucha wrestling should be more. You know what I'm talking about? Like, because right. uh, on WWE 205 Live, yes, yes, uh, it was totally buried, and I would watch it, and I was like, these guys—they're a little smaller, but because of that, they can like do things that are insane. I always think the lucha style should be like more uh, prominent. Right. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. It's just like I mean, because I'm passionate about it too, and it's like I feel like cruiserweight wrestling in general and lucha libre wrestling has always been kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, it's been slept on. You know, I think a lot of times. Well, a lot I think, of people I think Vince wrestling. started yeah. that though, don't you think? I, I mean, Vince is like, "Oh, you're big, you're strong. I love you. I love the size of your glutes." And he just kind of <laughs> ignored everybody else. I hope that's what he says in the back to them. I think he does. I mean, I feel like I made it if he says that to me, right? He's like, "Your glutes, oh, Leroy." <laughs> I honestly guarantee you that he the if you would just cut out the the language of what wrestlers talk about, you would think it was a gay porn, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, look at those glutes. <laughs> I will say, Leroy, you've got a pretty spot-on Vince impression. I have some pretty decent impressions. I mean, me and my friends, when we mess around, we're always doing wrestler impressions. You know, I, I think I've gotten pretty decent at them. My friends, um, after a while, they were just like, oh, my gosh, Leroy's just really good at these impressions. I, 
I don't know. <laughs> no, that's perfect, man. As far as the other side of wrestling, obviously you got the in ring, and then you got the sort of personality based stuff. Uh, how has that process been? The more, I guess, acting side, the theatrical side. Uh, how has that process been for you? Did you did did that come naturally? Or are you still working with that and like trying to figure out how to present who you are, come into the ring, in the ring, and all that kind of stuff? Well, I'm always nervous whenever I go to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always a good nervous. And, like, the the fun thing about me is that, like, everything I am, everything you see, what you see is what you get. Like, that's who I am. That's what I do. And the passion, the energy, the video games, it's all me. So I don't have to think about it. I don't have to go, okay, let me remember my, 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 my script or whatever. Right. No, it's not You're that. You're not going in there like a Russian? You're no, not like yeah. a Russian bodybuilder or something in the ring. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> I go in there and I'm just like I'm me, and I'm just trying to dial that up and present that to people in a way that I think that maybe they'll react to. So right. Not everybody reacts to me positively. Sometimes they think that, that guy's a dork. Why is he in a wrestling ring? He's yeah, kind of yeah, scrawny yeah. or whatever. But like my idea is like, well, I'm scrawny, but I can go. So let me show you, and maybe I'll win you over at the end of this match. Yeah. Yeah, you can do a hurricane rana with a switch in your hand, and which is in, like textbook it's so impressive <laughs> it really i is. can't do that <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. i can't even play switch on <laughs> on the independent scene um i feel like there's a lot of uh focus on character development character building uh more so than maybe some of like the mainstream stuff talk to me just a little bit about um how your experience with that and and cutting cutting a cutting a promo in the ring and and doing stuff live and kind of a little more on the fly than it would be than like a commercial setting I mean, the fun thing about the independence is, like, anything can happen, you know? Like, the fun thing is, like, uh, ooh, perfect. Uh, yesterday, I wrestled in the ECW arena okay. for a Lucha show in Philadelphia, and it was really cool. Awesome, man. And, um, like, everything about that is, like, so crazy because, like, like an hour before the show, we didn't even have the ring, you know? And, like, we right. didn't know how we were going to go about this. We didn't know oh, who our match was or who our opponent was. But that's the fun of it almost is, like, that's the challenge. You know, it's independent wrestling, but we're professional wrestlers, and we're forced to be professional in crazy, crazy situations. And, yeah. like, that's the fun of it to me sometimes. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be crazy. But then I'm just like, it's going to be fun, though. I that love wrestling. Been, <laughs> that must have been awesome, man. We go, we've we been traveling around a lot for the last podcast. Uh, on the left, we do our live shows and stuff. And mm -hmm. sometimes you go to theaters, and they'll just, like, name the people that perform there, Nirvana or whatever it is. And it's, like, it's just so cool to be in the same area as so many legends wrestling in ECW oh, arena oh must have gosh. been unreal. No, I mean I came out and like I had like I have a set kind of like entrance that I kind of do, you know, da, 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 da. but I just came out, I yelled and screamed and I was like I'm in the ECW arena. Oh my gosh, I almost cussed. I was like, "Ah, this is crazy. <laughs> Holy bleep, whatever, you know." Like, oh, you're crazy. allowed to swear in the ECW arena. I'm pretty sure I you mean, have I to. I was thinking I was like I, I should probably curse or whatever, but there was kids there too and I was like, "Let me not <laughs> let me let me not get some parents, you know, down my down my neck or something. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, I mean, if parents are bringing their kids to an indie show, they probably know what's up. They know what's they going on. They probably dropped a couple <laughs> f bombs before. Not judging. Yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. No, most I'm likely. sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun of indie wrestling too. Is like, there's indie wrestling for everything. Like, if you're into deathmatch wrestling and you want to see people bleed and yep. wrestle on concrete, there's that. You want to see more family friendly entertainment, lucha stuff. There is that. There's Chikara. There's all sorts of like lucha shows that always pop up that are more family oriented. Yep. Absolutely. Like, there's indie wrestling for everything. Yeah, we had Casanova on, Casanova Valentine. And yeah. <laughs> uh, his wrestling, his version of independent wrestling is quite different than yours. Uh, yeah, uh, if there, definitely. If, it, if, it, if, it, if a Nintendo Switch is involved, he's slamming it onto someone's forehead yeah, and then attempting to staple to it to his head. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I hope I don't wrestle him anytime soon then. <laughs> 
have you been injured? I know this is actually Ben's normal question, so I didn't mean to take it from you. Oh, that's all good, man. Have I been injured? Um, Thankfully, I haven't been seriously injured. I mean, I think wrestling, there's a lot of bumps and bruises that come along with the job. And, like, I'm always sore every morning or every other day that I wrestle. Um, I've had a few times during training. especially I, I got injured the most training, I think, which is really funny. Like when I first started up my first two years, I would have like things where like maybe I uh, my ankle, I had an ankle sprain or I banged up my knee real bad. Or I think it was one time where I popped my shoulder real bad and I thought it was dislocated, but it wasn't, thankfully. But it was really popped kind of bad and really hurt. And just lifting my left arm up sucked. It's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. definitely. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, that's isn't that, the, isn't that the crappy <laughs> thing with the human body? Like once you get like injured one time, you're like that sucks, and then you're like it's gonna happen again. It's gonna be worse next time. Yeah, I it's mean I jumped into it. From here. Yeah. I mean um, I think like in April there was a show at House of Glory where uh, there's one moment where I got power bombed on a wooden ramp, the wooden ramp that we made our entrance uh-huh. on. I got thrown from the inside of the ring, power bombed onto a wooden ramp. No give, no nothing, no no nothing. It's just it's wood, <laughs> and a human body being, I bounced off of it. And it's Jeez. wood. So it's like, oh. if I bounced off it, you have to think about the velocity of Right. The human body's not meant to bounce on wood. <laughs> that is the thing. Like, I, that's why I just, obviously, the word fake drives me insane. I'm like, you can't fake gravity. That is a very real thing. Have you had to confront any of that with people being like, why are you doing this phony shit? You're like, no, dude. I was just power bombed onto wood. <laughs> Do you understand that that is very real? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, thankfully, most of my friends have, kind of gotten that i've never like experienced that usually there's always that one dude online who goes you know? yeah of course and you know you just kind of ignore it because like the thing about it is that like we all like love like anime and movies and right. all sorts of forms of entertainment and it's like you're not gonna sit here and go oh well thanos is fake or whatever <laughs> yeah. because like you know you legitimately felt emotionally invested and i think that's yeah. the beautiful thing about wrestling is like if you're invested you you you, you fall for it like the yeah. matches the, the, the everything's the characters you're like You'll believe everything. Absolutely. I completely agree. I had a chance to catch up on some anime as well. Not that this is an anime podcast, but when my <laughs> when, when our friend Kevin passed away, he was a huge Naruto fan. So oh, I watched gosh. probably 24 hours of that show, and I was like, Aww. I don't That's get a awesome. damn part. I don't know what the hell is going on, but uh, it's very fun. Yeah, no, Naruto's <laughs> awesome. I mean, I, I, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> I love Naruto. There does seem to be quite a crossover. Obviously, thinking about more mainstream names like New Day, um, oh, there is a massive crossover now, and we're seeing this as we go to more Comic-Cons as well, yeah. with professional wrestling cosplay and professional mm-hmm. wrestling like sort of melding into nerd culture, which is kind of interesting, right? Because it's big, huge muscle yeah, dudes. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and then you got people <laughs> just being like, uh, you know, whatever, like yeah. you know, dressed up like Gambit. Um, yeah. So it, it is kind of a fascinating little crossover going on right now as far as wrestling and sort of nerdish culture right no definitely i mean the funny thing is um the reason why i thought the video game stuff would always work was like i quickly realized like in locker rooms and passing and meeting all these wrestlers every wrestler is like a huge nerd yeah and then because of that energy a lot of times a lot of their creativity comes from nerd culture whether it's video games Uh or anime or old movies or dorky stuff or comic books i mean how many people do you see come out with like spider-man gear or like x-men inspired gear or something like that or they have some kind of sick like theme song that kind of reminds you like a video game or something. And it's like everybody's inspired by nerd culture. And I yeah. think nerd mm-hmm. culture has evolved into like the zeitgeist, you know, yeah, like totally and, like the Marvel. What, what Avengers Endgame is like the most highest grossing movie of all time. Now yeah. you can't ignore that. Like that's not nerd culture. That's just culture. Right. Right. Exactly. 
So I mean, wrestling, like being a part of that is just like just perfect. And I think that and Katie, you can get in here. Um, but yeah. I do feel like the newer promotions are have been quicker to pick up on that. Like, what is it? Oh, yeah. uh, Rio in Rio. Uh, AEW. Yeah. She just straight up is an anime oh, girl, which, an is, anime. <laughs> which is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the newer promotions have really sort of leaned in. And obviously, WWE has, again, with New Day. Um, mm-hmm. But they're kind of the only... Oh, I guess Johnny Gargano's got a he he yeah, he can he, he does yeah. a little bit of oh, uh, some homages to uh, superheroes. On the nose. Yeah, every on single takeover, nose. I'm excited to see what he's gonna wear next. Like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, like what superheroes is he gonna is he gonna uh, theme his gear after now? But you also look at people like Kenny Omega, who's a huge gamer oh, and is yeah, I think definitely. is hosting the Capcom Capcom Con here in LA, like in December. That's oh, awesome. He's, he's emceeing and hosting it. Like that's a huge. There's absolutely room for crossover. No, I think that stuff is awesome. Like Kenny Omega is like one of my like personal kind of heroes. Yeah. Not just mm-hmm. because he's a super cool wrestler, but because he made it cool to blend wrestling and video games. Like he does a right. Hadouken, and yep. I've been told like I do a Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. I've been told before, oh, you're ripping off a of Kenny Omega, and I'm just like, well, no, I mean it's different. But I mean, I guess technically, like you know, it, it's it's definitely influenced by him right. and guys like him. I think of um. ACH is another one. I think he's in. He's got a different name in uh, NXT now. I always forget it. Uh, Miles Jordan or something like okay. that. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. 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 He was another one. He's he's an animal. Yeah. He's Holy awesome. He's a beast. <laughs> he's, he's awesome. Jacked. Yeah. He's jacked. He's awesome. But he's a huge nerd too. And I think and he's that's got a, a nice smile. Thing. He's got yeah, a nice smile. He does. I, have to, I have to say, he he has a very nice smile. Yeah. He does. He's a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is, I, I love that because it seems like WWE, if you would just look at culture from the 70s to today through the lens of professional wrestling, you would get an idea of what was going on in the world. And I think, you know, it was, it's going to be weird. It's going to be it's the wrestling be version weird. of it. It's going to be like, a parody of everything. Exactly. As soon as you see Sergeant Slaughter fighting Hulk Hogan, you're like, I bet you it were. Uh, or, or Sergeant Slaughter flipping and becoming, uh, you know, pro-Iraq. I'll be like, I bet yep. you were at war with Iraq right now. Yeah. If yeah. I had to guess, <laughs> yeah. I bet yeah. you were at war with Iraq. And now if you would watch it, I think you would be like, I think superheroes have somehow become totally mainstream and cool again. Yeah, and I video mean, games also. Yeah, Ricochet's thing right now in WWE is that he's this real life superhero. That's and what he they is. say, and he is. Oh, he he, is. Like, if I tried to do anything that he does, I oh, would probably die. <laughs> dude, give it a year before he try. Oh my, I don't know how Ricochet does it. I really don't get he's it. He's just a gymnast. He's a freak athlete. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever do you want to do that as far as like competitive gaming? I know we're talking about wrestling here, mm, but we're yeah, sort of yeah, merging yeah, yeah, both yeah, yeah. worlds. Um, do because I love. I will nerd out, and I, I play my video games, my Division 2, which I've talked about for a year because it took me that long to beat it. <laughs> um, but I can watch competitive gaming, and I think it's pretty freaking exciting. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it definitely is. Like, I mean, I spend most of my mornings waking up and watching Smash uh, competitions. I my One of my friends went to Evo, and I was so bummed I didn't go with him because I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm that good. And he was like, oh, man, you should have went. We would have killed it. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, I think I'm going to go next year. I'm going to try yeah. my best. Because I'm really good at Super Smash Brothers, like in a legitimate, not like uh, trying to boost my, like I think I'm really good at it. I've put a lot of hours into it. I've played every single Smash game. Smash Ultimate, I've just been like really good at, like out of my friends and stuff. And I'm just like, maybe I should try to really like go competitive with that. Yeah. Tie that in tie with the, the, the wrestling and like, if I'm really good at Smash and I'm one of the best in the world at that and then I'm one of the best wrestlers, it goes No, dude, that's perfect. awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And there's money, uh, there's money to be made. 
in oh, both yeah. worlds. Yeah, I mean, money's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's worse. There's worse career choices to have than passion projects. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Is there anything? And I would assume with when playing video games, since we were talking about sort of inspiration. It must be it must be good when it comes to just getting your brain going, coming up with new ideas, coming up with new moves, coming up with new, uh, you know, uh, sayings, quotes, um, just sort of like how you how you move in the ring. Is that a place that you actually truly do get motivated and inspired? Oh, definitely. Like I'm always in, like my inspirations come from everything. It's not just wrestling. Like oh, like like a group watching Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero and thinking they were super awesome. Yeah, you know. And I thought like they were so different from everybody else. Like you know, you were just talking about how like Vince, you know, bigger guys. I never really cared about bigger guys. Right. I cared about the guys who could do things that I couldn't even like comprehend. Yeah, like right. a big guy. I, I could probably see a big guy down the block or whatever. And he, I know he could probably bench me like fifty times. But seeing someone do a hurricane rana or a head scissor or a shooting star press, like that stuff is like out of this world to me right and it still is even if i know you know even as a wrestler now it's still out of this world to me it seems like wrestling is in such a funny state because we were just talking about how it's sort of like going into the superheroes and video game kind of you know uh homages to that but then at the same time we have vince speaking of Rey mysterio uh who is just in love with mma fighters oh, and maybe <laughs> it is their glutes i don't know why he loves them so much glutes Maybe it's, it's glutes. all about glutes. You know? <laughs> Give me no glutes. <laughs> but he's bringing in Cain Val- uh, Velasquez yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to uh, fight Brock Lesnar now. So it seems like, wh- what do you think about this sort of merging of real, I don't want to say real fighting, but you know, re- uh, uh, professional fighting and professional wrestling? Do you feel like it's good for the brand? It's good for business? Because I know he just brought Kane in. And and Tyson Ford, he's a boxer mm-hmm. because he wants to go appease the Saudi royalty, and apparently they wanted to go see those. Is that what it is? That, is that what it is? They're, yeah, because they're I, wrestling okay. at the they're wrestling at the Crown yeah. Jewel. Yeah, that's when yeah, they go to Saudi right. Arabia. The they, big event there. Yeah. yeah, and we just pretend like it doesn't happen. It doesn't affect any storylines, and then we just be like, okay, thank, okay, right, that's yeah. right. great. What do you? But what do you think about the merging of? like MMA and professional wrestling? I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, I never, like I just said before, like there's an audience for everything. There's some right. people, like I was just at Evolve and I watched um, two guys who have a mixed martial arts background, amateur wrestling, and they went at it like it was a combat sports UFC kind of fight. They did the square up around, they did this, this, and that. They were wearing UFC shorts. Right. They weren't wearing wrestling shoes. They were just barefooted. They had wraps and everything. And it was, it was awesome. I loved it. And I don't right. even really like, I might lose points here from some people or whatever. I don't really like UFC and mixed combat sports. I like the I like the when they go back and forth. I like the characters. Like I love Conor McGregor when he talks all his, his, his <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. trash or whatever. But when that comes to the actual fights, I always feel like I'm a little let down because I'm like, oh, I want to like see them actually fight, not watch them kind of pounce back and forth and throw a kick, but then he weaves back. And I'm just like, yep. I'm just very impatient. I mean, no, I hear you. Yeah, like That's MTV the, generation, you know, whatever. <laughs> I hear you. That's why wrestling live and just watching wrestling on television, it's yeah. very nice that I that I know for a fact something is going to happen. Exactly. Something's going to happen. And <laughs> like I, I, I don't like to pe- see people get hurt. That intentionally yeah. yeah i mean i don't want to see anybody it's too much for me <laughs> i mean i personally love ufc but, <laughs> no, 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 but yeah. some of the matches are just like i think that guy's just eating that other guy's ass 
I'm not sure what the hell is happening because they'll just be on the ground forever. And I'm just like, one of these guys is going to get hard. I know that's going to happen. <laughs> it does cross a line into like homoerotic at some <laughs> point. Oh, I mean, does. wrestling, yeah. sports in general. I mean, sports, any sports are very homoerotic. I mean, oh, we're all sure. grown men playing <laughs> child games. We're all like wrestling around. The future. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a fun to that. I think that some people take it a little too serious or take themselves. Take well, it a little, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And obviously, we're kind of joking around here, but there are some really powerful things happening as far as that. Uh, when it comes to LGBT in professional wrestling, yeah. in AEW, yes, yes. they have their first transgender wrestler. Uh, so there yeah. are, I do feel like wrestling is, it, it's a safe space for a lot of unique people that may not have mm-hmm. been able to find a home in entertainment or the arts. Mm-hmm. And then wrestling is like, hey man, come on in. Whatever yeah. you want to be, you can be as long as you can, you know, sell in the yeah. ring. No, definitely. And I mean, there's this guy in the independence who... uh uh, Effie, ever heard of him? Uh, he yes. comes up every podcast. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes. He's, he's we're going to have him on in a couple yeah. weeks. Oh, awesome, awesome, yes. awesome, awesome, awesome. He's, he seems like a super awesome guy. I've never shared a locker room with him, but I hope to meet him, hope to wrestle him. He's, he's an awesome wrestler from what I've seen. But what's really cool about him is he's a flamboyant gay guy, and he's made right. that. That's who he is, and that's how he wrestles. That's his kind of character. That's what he does. And I think it's really cool because it's like that also makes more people feel comfortable about their own homosexuality. That makes Absolutely. people feel more about like, hey, I can be more flamboyant. And I, I can don't have kick to be ass. afraid. Yeah. And I could still kick ass. You know, I don't have to be afraid that, oh, people are going to look at me differently. And it's always about representation. Like as a kid, I always feel kind of bummed that most of wrestling is uh, just a bunch of white dudes with long right. hair. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really they don't really look like me. I'm a got nappy hair. I'm a mixed brown kid from Brooklyn. And right. to me, it's like, OK, well, I didn't have that growing up. But maybe I could if I ever get to that point, I can be that for some other nappy haired brown kid from Brooklyn. <laughs> Absolutely. And obviously, you know, when it comes to that in the in the in the uh, race related things, mm-hmm. obviously, it does seem like WWE is being a little bit more inclusive. AEW is more inclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, well, I guess Kofi had a good six months reign uh, as champion and all that. What are your thoughts on as far as that goes? Because for a long time. Black characters, you know, I had a chance to meet Virgil one time, oh. and he's such a broken man, uh, and it's Aww. really sad. Yeah, and I just feel horrible for him. I, I but like, literally, out. that character was an indentured servant, basically. Yeah, right. right. So, what do you, what are your thoughts as far as like that goes? What's your experience been on the indie scene? I mean, thankfully, I don't have any crazy story like that about people being racist to me. Oh, but I mean, that was just the storyline that they gave him, and it's like, oh, yeah, all right, I guess I'm the million dollar man's. Yeah. Uh, you know, for lack of a better term, bitch. Yeah, yeah. But I think that there's always a progression. I think that a lot of times entertainment, sometimes it can be the thing that pushes cultural change. Right. Like a lot of times people will look at, they'll be like, oh, black people are this and that. They're, they just shuck and jive and dance for us. Right. But then it's like, no, we can have intellectuals. We can have different kind of characters, different kind of people in the arts and entertainment right. and movies. Like Kofi Kingston, it's a big deal because he is like, He's a positive guy. He likes to dance. He literally twerks. He literally throws pancakes. But (laughs) this guy I want one of those damn pancakes (laughs) so bad. And I went to the SmackDown after he won at WrestleMania. And I was like, if I don't get I was in a perfect position to get a cake. And, 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 and you've got reach. You've I got, got reach. I got reach, and it, there was a kid in front of me that got a pancake, and I was like, I'm going to knock you out. And I'm going to take that freaking little weird plastic pancake. I don't even know if they're real pancakes. I, they're I, real I, pancakes. I hope they're real. I mean, I see people eating them. I would hope so. Yeah, no, they're real. I would, so you I just do, stick them in his belt. 
I do. I know. I mean, they're I, all, they're yeah, all caught say, pancakes. And it's not like he's holding gloves, too. So I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I would really want to eat those pancakes. <laughs> I, Where were they made? How did they get there? Exactly. No. So many questions. Very that's valid a, that's question. my point. Is like He's such a funny, entertaining person that some people would go, oh, well, that's not, that's not a top guy. That's not a WWE champion. That's right. the guy that we right. put at the top of the show to make people laugh. And I think that right. Right. people get stuck in these roles, especially when it comes to race, because they go, oh, that's a black guy. And that guy's good, but he's not that good. Like, that's right. not our guy. That's not a face of the company. And or they, also you have, like, the Bobby Lashleys of the world who are just ripped as hell. I hate yeah. the storyline going on right now with he and Lana and Rusev. But whatever. <laughs> but then you also have it be like, yeah, he's just a big ripped black guy. That's what black guys look like. You know, it's like, no, he worked really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. That's like a whole thing. Like, so I think a lot of times they don't get the same appreciation. Although, again, I think that is that is changing and it has been changing. And yeah. there's just a lot of good things happening in that regard. Yeah, it's definitely getting better. Yeah. It's just the, the times, you know. I think yeah. that everybody's getting it's a little bit more inclusive. I like to think that the world is becoming a little bit more of an inclusive place. Yeah. I'm more of an mm -hmm. optimist. Some people are like, oh, no, there's so much hate and bigotry and racism and homophobia and Trump's our president. I'm just like, yeah, well, man. that's depressing, but I like to think that we're getting yeah. a little bit better as humans. I'm with you on that. I was at a bar yesterday, and this guy is just yelling at me. He says horrible things to me, just being an asshole, and he's like, everyone's mean. I was like, dude. You haven't said one nice thing to me since I've sat here. So you you need to be nice because you are you are just projecting what you are. And I agree with you that it's like that's why New Day, I, I think they're so refreshing and have been refreshing and stayed refreshing. Um, and obvi obviously Bailey, uh, you know, she's uh -huh. out there hugging everyone, although now Ooh. she's changed. I love the change happening with Bailey. Yeah, she got um, a nice haircut. <laughs> she got a haircut and she she ruined all of her all of her all of, all of her little blow up dolls. Whatever that, I don't know what those things are called. Uh, <laughs> it's from Family Guy. The 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 inflatable to uh, the, flailing the, arm the flailing tube arms <laughs> the flailing arm inflatable tube men. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying, Katie? Yeah. Uh, our our a listener, a friend of ours, Mitsula. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a text chain about wrestling with him, and mm. at some point he said, "Oh, uh, Bailey just came out with a haircut that looks like she needs to talk to management." Oh, I, I think I it's saw a good that. I think I, I think I saw that tweet, and then I, this <laughs> morning I saw someone comment underneath it, and they said, "Oh, well, that's another way of saying you know she's a lesbian or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, that's not cool." Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean I get it, like, but at the same time I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I can't oh. keep up with all the tw with all the Twitter drama. Yeah, she looks I, great. Yeah. Wrestling, I think she looks great. Yeah, I like the I like the new look. You know, I, I mean, mean, I like a badass. I always like a good heel turn. You know, that's one of the hardest things to do. And of all people to turn heel, Bailey, because she's like a merch. She's a she turns out the merch. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah the kids I mean, merch. Bailey was like kind of an inspiration for what I was always going for because I always tried to be like a pure, like I mean. You know, I'm sure I might, I might have a darker side at some point down right. the line. You never know. Oh, it'll like, be, I'm sure as a character, it'll be fun to sort of explore that that side of your personality yeah, also. But right now, I enjoy what I do because I always have every once in a while. I don't think I'm a big deal at all. But I think that sometimes people will go, hey, like you being positive all the time and you trying to like post all this positivity on social media and stuff like that. It really like helps me through some stuff. And I'm yeah, just like, oh, thank absolutely. you. I don't even I just do this because I love it. And if right. I can actually help people who are going through some stuff then that makes all of this even more meaningful. I, I mean, absolutely. I get uh, DMs. We, we do our meet and greets at the end of shows, mm -hmm. and a lot of people say, you know, because being, you know, in, a, in an audio medium, uh, people are listening to us when they're going through chemo or they lost a father or a mother or whatever. Oh, so, yeah, like, yeah. you know, people are just going through their lives. But hearing those things, hearing someone say, hey, you're helping me, 
it, it'll never not be rewarding. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why we kind of do this in entertainment, wrestling, and anything. It's like we're trying to help people. We're trying to make people feel something. And if we can right. make someone feel something positive through real life stuff that they're going through, you know, then that's that's Absolutely. crazy. And that's what I try to remember too when it comes to like wrestling that I get annoyed by. Like when, and it's not even Roman Reigns' fault because I got nothing wrong with Roman. I, I don't. <laughs> but when Vince, say another Roman hater? <laughs> no, no. But Vince just was like main event Lesnar, Roman Reigns. It's like we know Vince. Um, but I always do try to remember. It's like it's not Roman's fault. Number one, that uh, yeah. they're it's getting a little stale. And, and now, of course, I think he's doing. They're they're doing a lot of fun things with Roman. Right. Um, but they're just out there trying to entertain us. They're they're doing nothing. Like you know, the the worst a wrestler could ever do is still good because all yeah. they are trying to do is entertain us. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I think that like fans will like be like, oh well, this this is that. I'm just like, oh, I don't like the, I don't hate the guy, but I hate his. And I'm just like, well, at the end of the day, Roman Reigns is like an inspiration. Like this right. dude legitimately yeah. had like leukemia, yep. and he had to step away from wrestling. And you know, thank God he was good and he could come back to wrestling to yep. do what he loves. And I think that's like that's a real life story. That's that's amazing. Yep. And then some people will still go, oh, well, I, I hate that they're trying to use. It. I'm like, well, it's a real life thing. Like people like legitimately will see that and go, okay, I can fight leukemia or okay, oh, I yeah. can like. So I'm yeah. just like, why would you try to take away from? He that? got leukemia on purpose for the storyline. That's what oh, I think. Boy. That's what oh, I. Boy. I know it. I'm pretty oh. sure. I I I, I oh, drink boy. 18 Pepsi's a day. I know what oh, I'm talking about. Oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah, oh you know. boy. But I try not to focus on that because I think that. Like sometimes, like certain wrestlers will get too like, oh, fans, like they all just hate wrestling. All these fans say they love wrestling, they hate it. And I'm just like, no, it's just that sometimes, like I think that people get frustrated with what they see on TV all the time. They mm -hmm. get frustrated with seeing the same thing. And then I always say, hey, if you don't like what you see on Monday and Friday nights, then just watch something else. There's you so much wrestling. <laughs> Honestly, absolutely. Go to your local or go to, show. Go to an independent show. Yeah, I was gonna say you well, can go to your local show. Look it up. Like every weekend, there's some show running. Not probably what, maybe a 30 minute drive farthest from you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like there is so much wrestling, and there's more content now than ever before. I was talking about watching watching on my phone, and uh, you know, watching football at the bar. Um, when it comes to the internet. Do you do, have you found like online wrestling, is that like a thing where they're just streaming straight uh, online and like sort of creating their own sort of promotions that way? Um, I've seen some cool stuff before. Like I remember there was this one independent promotion like from a few years ago that was doing like legitimately a video game gimmick where like they would put uh, like the life bars in the corners and it would be pixelated. And I thought it was so cool. That's funny. But uh, it just, the, the promotion died down. And I guess right. they, you know, I mean, that kind of project is very ambitious and yeah. funny and stuff like that. And then some people would just go, I don't really like that. Wrestling is supposed to be this and that. And it's not like that. And, you know, that's whatever. You know, wrestling is for different tastes. And sometimes right. not enough people are into that to, like, you know, make people go, oh, I should invest in that. Right, right, right. But um, I think that there's just so man and i think that it's just so freaking cool that there's so much options i know beyond wrestling everybody's been talking about that for the past two weeks and mm -hmm. a, a year ago people were like oh beyond wrestling is dead we'll go into that yeah. what what is beyond wrestling uh beyond wrestling i mean they run mostly uh what is it massachusetts rhode island area okay um i'm sorry like uh, they're gonna kill oh, me all, and never let the... me wrestle for them <laughs> But um, I've always looked from them afar, and I they have like the one of the best YouTubes in independent pro wrestling. Okay, like it measures up. It's close to like WWE and Impact, and it's even bigger than Ring of Honor, which Ring of Honor is a bigger 
you know, company than Beyond Wrestling. But Beyond Wrestling does such a good job of promoting their talent, promoting their matches, promoting the people who have been there. I love their tagline because I remember watching one of their little commercial things where they said, hey, these guys you see on TV, they came through here. Like mm-hmm. awesome. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Tommaso Ciampa, Gargano, Candice LeRae, Adam Cole. They all wrestled in Beyond. Damn. They all helped build Beyond. And they said, hey, we're building the next stars. We're building those next guys you're yeah. going to see. So you want to be a part of that. And Chiampo is about to get a massive push. I don't know if you saw Triple H. You mentioned Johnny Gargano oh, yeah. and Chiampo. I think he's going to, because he had a neck injury. He's gonna, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he was out for almost a year, it seemed like. Yeah, he was gone yeah. for a while. A, a long time, but oh. I think he's going to get a massive push. And that was that, that sorry, not to derail, but that no, no. whole incident was heartbreaking because they were just building to the two of them, just crushing Oh, yeah. Just bringing down the house. Yeah. yeah. My favorite entrance of any wrestler in history is Chiampo's entrance where he doesn't have any music. And he just comes out to booze. Just <laughs> comes out to booze. I was like, that is the best thing I have ever seen. So great. I thought that was so, so crazy because they milked that for like, what, five months? Yeah. Before he actually got his yeah. own music. Yeah, now he has music, but it's like, wow. That, it's you, crazy. The amount of heat you have to have to make your entrance music, just the booze of the audience He's was so awesome. Um, but yeah, I know we got to kind of wrap it up here but thank mm-hmm. you so much Leroy for being on the show man yeah, no problem, and man. where this can people awesome. find you um, do you have any matches coming up let people know where they can find you online and yes. stuff like that alright so I'm wrestling in Brooklyn again uh, Thursday at Outlaw Pro Wrestling which should be in uh, Bushwick I don't know the awesome. exact venue date but you can look it up at Outlaw Pro Wrestling that's the next time I'm wrestling um, I'm also going to be wrestling in my home promotion of House of Glory uh, yeah. November um, you can look it up at houseofglorywrestling.net. Um, I'm, that's my home promotion. That's where you're going to see me most. I'll be selling merch. I'll be doing all the fun stuff. Awesome. Um, that's where I really bring my best for my, my home crowd, the fans that kind of got me to this point. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at LeeWareGreen underscore SF. Um, my Facebook, if you people still use that, I don't know. I don't know if they use that yeah, anymore. You yeah, could, you could just search Leroy Green. I'm sure I'll pop up eventually. <laughs> yeah. Leroy Green, thank you so much for being here, man. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, man. And we always do a thing called Match from the Past. I don't have a Match from the Past unless Leroy has one. Otherwise, I have a backup. Do you a, have one, Leroy? A Match from the Past. A Match it? from the Past. Just a match that you want people to remember, and they can go, and they can try to find it and watch it. Hmm. It's a match that inspired. Ooh, I wish you. I, I wish I had time to think about that. No, I'm sorry. I'm really just putting you on the spot. Ah uh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, off the top of my head, Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 20. Whoa. All right, there it is. All right, that That's awesome. I don't That's know why a- that was the first one. <laughs> I love but I just it. thought about like the ankle lock and then the the shoot the boot coming yeah, off. Yeah, dude. Of and course. Then the roll up and then he also had the ropes at the same time. I think he- this is our second Guerrero match from the past. Is that uh, right, Katie? Yep. Or- <laughs> but you know what? He deserves it. Yeah, it's Eddie, yeah. man. He it's, deserves it's Eddie. it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, let's play a clip from WrestleMania 20. Kurt Angle versus the great legendary Eddie Guerrero. Right back on the attack of Kurt Angle. 
Eddie trying to lift that dead weight of the challenger angle to his feet. Oh man, he's back to the ankle lock angle. Angle played possum. He picked the ankle. The champion. Look at the agony in the eyes of the champion Guerrero. Eddie counted two other times earlier. I don't think Eddie's countering this time, man. Eddie, he's gonna tap right now. The champions in Kurt Angle's. He might, he might have a broken ankle, Cole. And Kurt Angle, if he could get back into the ring, could take advantage. I think the champion well, in deep trouble I, I, here. I think Eddie's trying to get that. Was trying to get his boot off. His ankle's broken, but now Eddie knows he's in trouble. Oh, he's Eddie's trapped. Eddie's trapped for sure. And Eddie's been dragged to the center of the ring. This is it. The ankle lock is off for a fourth time in this match. Will the champion tap out? Just tap out. Eddie. Just go off. Just tap it. Wait a minute. The boot went flying. The boot came off. Look at this. There was the match from the past. Leroy Green, thank you so much for being here, man. Best of luck to everything that you're uh, – every, everything in the future, best of luck. Thank you Keep so much, on man. dominating, and you have to come back uh, whenever you have something cool going on. Okay, sure, man. I'll be back anytime you want me. Awesome. Leroy Green, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate all the great comments. Katie, did you see all the five-star ratings on iTunes? I mean – We got 200 of them now. My heart fluttered a little bit. Oh my God! A is little pitter patter, and I do. Don't have it a turns struck. out I do have a heart. Oh, <laughs> that's very nice. All right, everyone, hail yourselves, Katie. Uh, what is your catchphrase for this week? Uh, in honor of Leroy Green, uh, level up. Level. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, I level like that. up. That's very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that for my next uh, <laughs> next time I'm on the microphone. <laughs> awesome. All right, everyone. Talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.